Good morning, everybody. Happy New Week. I am coming to you guys from Brisbane this morning, uh, just before I head out to the airport to collect Mr. Denman, who I haven't seen for a week uh, since last week I arrived this time last week, and we missed out last Monday morning's live, but now we're back on because I've settled in and um, I've had an awesome last few days over in the Sunshine Coast. I had a holiday by myself and, um, and now I'm ready for the most, uh, the biggest week um, in business because we have actually never executed uh, three, no, four uh, half day events in one week. So we're going to start tomorrow with the Sunshine Coast. Then we're going to Brisbane, well, we're remaining in Brisbane, uh, but we're doing the Brisbane event. Then we've got um, Byron Bay and then Gold Coast at the end. Then we fly home. Good morning, Viv, uh, Lou, Susie, Kate. Great to see you guys. And so this morning I wanted to talk a bit about um, commitment to completion. And um, these are a lot of, um, there's a lot of people who start, are great at starting, great at initiating new projects, great at starting new programs, something to study. Um, and, you know, the, the avid learners, they love learning, they're in love, in love with the learning. Uh, but what I find is a lot of people give up either pathway through the process or they think this is not for me anymore so therefore I'm going to go do something else or perhaps they get attracted or distracted by the shiny object syndrome and want to um, pursue something different, something new, maybe find that next magic bullet which we know realistically um, does not exist, that you need to do the work, you need to put in the sacrifices and um, you will get rewarded accordingly. Good morning Candy, yeah, I'm glad you guys think this is a great topic so last week when we missed out on our live I actually was going to do it and I got really tired in the afternoon so I said no nah, we're going to skip a week so I've got my list of 10 things and um how I came up with this list was um to start to think about okay so what am I great at because I don't want to teach anyone anything that I haven't done myself or I don't practice in my own life because obviously there's things I'm not good at and I don't talk about them ever. Uh, but when I um, have rewind the sort of um, time back and uh, thought about, you know, going to university, uh, going to TAFE, um, uh, getting my black belt in Taekwondo, um, starting various programs with different entrepreneurs as I was growing my business, um, writing my book, finishing my book, writing the next 10 books, finishing the next 10 books. All of those things that I um, had started, I did finish. Um, and I go, well, what are really the 10 ingredients um, that uh, I utilize and um, uh, follow in my life to complete and um, finish stuff, right? So I did finish my psychology degree, um, even though even though about two or two and a half years into it, I thought, I don't think I'm going to be a psychologist, but nevertheless, still, still finished it. Um, similar thing, um, um, the TAFE, uh, there was a two-year diploma in IT, uh, started it, finished it. I just uh, feel like I've, if I've invested the time and the effort to start something and money, a lot of the time money of late, uh, obviously when you enter the entrepreneurial journey, you're then investing not only time, money, effort. I mean, university and TAFE are also money, but, um, you know, when people look at hex and all that kind of stuff, they don't take it as seriously as taking your money out of your own pocket. So then I look at all, looked at all of those things and then I started writing down what are the 10 things that are required for someone to stick to uh, completing a, a project, finishing studies, um, 
you know, following through on uh, a program that they're involved in um, so they don't um, flail and um, give up on it and, as I like to say, flush your time and money uh, down the toilet. All right, so number one, let's go through the list. Number one is um, a strong why, okay? So what is the why uh, that you uh, made a decision to start whatever this project is, to start this course, um, you know, to start writing your book, as we say, um, because ultimately we're not after the goal, but we're after the feeling. So when you're thinking about your why, when you have achieved or finished something, what is the feeling that you're going to get? And when I think about my own situations, like, you know, that feeling sense of accomplishment, I will have, um, you know, another qualification because if you don't finish, say, a degree or a diploma or something, you're not going to have the thing to show for it. It's kind of like um, it's unfinished. Therefore, it kind of almost did not even play a part in your life. Um, a lot of the time people never talk about the things that they didn't do. Um, they always say, oh, this is the thing that I completed. They always, you know, so uh, whereas for myself, every time, you know, years on, um, you know, 20 years after my degree, I still say I have a degree in applied science, psychology and psychophysiology. I've got a diploma in IT. I've got a black belt in Taekwondo. I've got, like, you know, it becomes part of, um, you know, kind of your resume. Unlike unfinished things, you can never put onto um onto like, you know, I've done this or I've done that. You, you cannot not put it. I, I, I wouldn't feel right doing it. So what is your why? So how do you engage? What will you feel? What will you hear? What will you see? And how can you make that as bright and colourful a picture for yourself um, that is a big um, big enough, you know, reason for to keep pushing you through? And how do you plaster that everywhere around you, whether it's on your phone, um, home screen, or something that's going to keep you going? I know some of my authors have said to me that when we do their mock-up cover, so their little 3D image of the cover, they print it off and they put it next to their computer screen and have it on their back, um, on their home screen of their phone or their desktop screen. And it keeps reminding them that this is kind of going to be tangible one day. It's not currently it's a 3D electronic image of a book, but it's going to be tangible one day. And I think I had one person also print off their cover and almost put it over another a, a book, another book's cover, um, and wrap it up. And um, th that was what made them feel like you know they were on the track to finishing it because with the things that we help people in our uh, business it's a quite massive project that you've got to pull together the jigsaw pieces puzzles you know there's ups and downs people go in their minds and journey of doing this so really for my authors and this is obviously a big message and and um and video that I'll, I'll be sharing with them and some of them are already watching right now and they'll be watching this later on okay so number one is and by the way any of these things that i'm telling you are no, in no particular order but i think you've got to start off with the why because um when you're starting something new, um, what is your why? What's the feeling? It's You're not after the goal. You're actually after the feeling. So really uh, nut that out. What's the feeling that you're going to get? And what are the things that you will be able to do when you complete this project? I guess another um, more tangible why is what is it going to allow you to do? Is it going to bring in new opportunities? So all of those pros of doing it. All right, number two is a deadline. Okay, number two ingredient to finishing the things you start is having a deadline. And um, 
some people have chosen birthdays and with um, the aspect of the 48 hour author retreat, um, the deadline for our authors very much to get prepped and get all their uh, work unpacked is that particular retreat that, that's coming up. But even after the fact, they also need to have a deadline that is going to be, okay, I want to hold my books in hand by this date or I want to ha hand in my book to the editor by this date. So it's really important that you have the deadline and it either can be a self-imposed deadline or even better, if you are working with someone, you have buddies on the journey, then you have it. And make it something meaningful for yourself. Is it going to be an upcoming, well, some of our authors uh, make our group book launch a deadline or they set a, a book launch date for their own books and they do the deadline in that way. So what is the deadline? By what time will you have achieved um, this particular goal? For me, writing my very first book, the deadline was having my baby. Uh, so Mika, baby number two, was due, due end of June or 1st of July. It was her due date, but she was born uh, on the 30th of June. And um, I had a deadline that I wanted to complete my um, diploma in uh, life coaching, which was a two-year diploma, but I kind of gave myself 11 months because I thought if I'm going to have another baby coming, I cannot be studying and doing all these other things. So the deadline was to complete the diploma and to complete the book. And nothing like a baby deadline, but obviously uh, we won't. Uh, all of us won't have the luxury of having a baby deadline. But I know those when I do meet those pregnant mums and they get ready for having um, their babies. I know they get a lot of shit done before that baby's due. So what can you create that is perhaps um, similar to a baby deadline? All right, cool. Number three on my list ingredient to finishing things is consistency, right? Not an all or nothing attitude. So what I've been really great at, hey Trish, um, is being consistent. Um, not to kill myself and do things and cram. I've never been a student. I've never studied anything or have, a, have had an all-nighter. I have never, um, uh, you know, uh, handed things by the due date, like on the deadline date. I've always my um, and because I'm speaking about my own experience of how I finish things, I have always been the person who hands things in way ahead of time. Um, who um, who just will schedule in you know the little chunks of um, uh, blocks of time that I will complete a certain project. I'll look at the project and I go, okay, how much time do I really need to do this? And then I'll break it down and then I'll do. Uh, take care and just focus just achieve this little chunk today and then forget about it go on and have the rest of the day fun or whatever we did that even with Judd when we were on holidays just in Thailand recently with his recently released book uh, the unlikely grand final is what happened um, was um, we did like we sort of uh, started helping him on the flight over there and then um, we kind of let you know, holidays get in the way. And towards the end, we actually got bored. So we're like, kind of, come on, let's finish this book. Come on. We sit down every day for however long it takes us to do two chapters. And every single day after the daily swim, Stuart and I would do, said, come on, Jody, we'll go to the room and do our stuff. And then the rest of the day is out. And that's how we did it. Monday to Friday, we finished two a day. I helped him because I was the fast typist and he was a speaker. And, um, and then by the, the Friday, we had the whole book done, everything handed over to editing and it got published and you guys know it got released a week or so ago, which is how any project comes to a completion. So consistency. It's not about doing masses of cramming and all that sort of stuff. It actually, you're going to get so tired because when you're super tired, guess what? You could do shit work and you slow right down. That's why 
uh, blocks of two hours I have found are the best blocks to concentrate enough to do high quality work, walk away, do something else and come back to it another day, especially if you're working on a project that you know it's going to take over a period of time. So consistency is king. I have always, always said that. Now, this is a big message to my authors because writing a book needs little chunks to be executed at different times and that's so, so important. All right, number four is accountability. The ingredient to finishing something is accountability and that is a lot of the time why when we, um, why do we complete things that we're accountable, we pay other, because the following one, you know, that's one of my 10 ingredients is payment, right? Payment, accountability, you know, um, so uh, those two things are so, so, so important because a lot of the time if you actually have a look at your life, it is at the times when you were accountable to someone or you paid for something and you said, you know what, I want to solve this problem now and forever for myself and you actually follow through. Because when people don't pay, they don't pay attention. When they pay little, they pay little attention. When they pay a lot, they pay a lot of attention. And so when you're doing something, um, and recently Francesca and I would tell you I'm staying at her house um, she lost 17 kilos I've lost about six kilos uh, doing a specific program detox all that kind of stuff but guess what really really um, got us to go and actually do the stuff we um, engaged someone to help us um, do this properly we put skin in the game we paid money for supplements for certain things that you know why would you even get that stuff you're not going to use it right and we had those people who we engaged hold us accountable in the journey did we both finish our program successfully heck yeah yes we did because we followed all of these ingredients that i'm giving to you today as to, you know, what was my big why? Why did I want to do it? You know, what was I, you know, uh, what were going to be the pros behind it? You know, summer's coming, bikini bodies, all that kind of stuff. All build all that, right? And then consistently every single day, and I don't have it here, it's in the kitchen. Oh, no, no I do have it here. Every single day, so let me talk to you about consistency. Have Check out my sheet, right? I have had this for the last six weeks because I'm on last day is tomorrow. So last day of my program is tomorrow. Um, it was three weeks detox and three weeks maintenance and all that. And all the four weeks are listed right here. And every you can see how many ticks I have going along, measurements, all that kind of stuff. You know, that's the consistency behind it. You just, you know, you get used to it, right? So um, that's what we have been doing and so that's another key ingredient who's holding you accountable and sometimes free accountability from a fellow a buddy or your partner or whatever it is it's not good enough you have to actually have a real sort of almost like a person who doesn't know you that well because those are the people that are going to push you the hardest and they're not going to be emotionally involved in your BS right and um my PT always pushes me. This is why I go and have PT sessions because realistically, do you freaking push yourself hard enough when you go to the gym unless you're an uber athlete? But even those uber athletes have coaches and, and trainers so they can get pushed further and further because on our own, we are not to be trusted, <laughs> as I say. All right, so that was the accountability one. Um, number five on my list, and I've already said the six, which was payment. Again, not in any particular order, any of these, uh, but number five ingredient is pain. How can you leverage that pain behind 
what is it that you want to achieve and if you don't and if you don't complete things what will happen and this is the really going to be your driver maybe your why and your pros and the pleasure behind it was awesome and it's going to give you a bit of an oomph but people a lot of the time will change and do things because of punishment or survival very rarely for reward so punishment or survival are the two biggest drivers for change and so how can you create that kind of a um, lever um, to complete this um, uh, to develop the commitment to completion on your projects so what is the pain behind it what will happen if you don't like and you and if you can keep drilling down and you know and if that happens what else will happen and what else will happen and you really take yourself down the rabbit hole of pain and hell um, that is also something you need to have very very clear in your head um, in terms of what you know how things will progress I always blow things out of proportion in my head if I don't do something how it can spiral downwards and usually that is normally what happens that's what how things also implode the following one Ha, ah, number seven, ingredient number seven is responsibility. Okay, so what do I mean by responsibility? Well, who else relies on you? When I think about the investments I have made and the programs or the time that I've invested, not just money, time that I've invested to do certain things, courses, go away from my family, you know, if I don't follow through and complete things, who else is dependent on me? Who else am I letting down? Because obviously the biggest person you're going to let down is yourself and the biggest person you should be accountable to is yourself. However, if you want to leverage that pain a little bit more, start thinking bigger. You know, if you have children, think about the children that rely on you to follow through and be successful with this thing or with this course or with this book or with this business or whatever it is, right? Um, you know, is it your partner that works super hard to financially support your family? And uh, if you are investing money in different things, you know, are you letting them down? Are you actually just blowing up, uh, blowing off the cash that they work so hard to bring into the family and you're not following through? This is when I meet. Um, people who have partners who are not supportive of them. And often the reason is not because they don't believe in whatever the person wants to do or, um, or the program they want to take, you know, the excitement is there. But when you have not followed through and you have not completed the things you've got involved in, how, do you, how the hell do you expect for the other person who is financially supporting the family to keep saying, yes, yeah, here you go, here's another 10 grand, here's another 20, here's another 30 for you to go for five more minutes and then flash that money away. So who else relies on you? Who else are you responsible to uh, towards? Who do you have responsibility towards to follow through and actually finish your projects so you start seeing the results? Because the simple act of finishing something, what um, it actually, I say it with my book, it's not about writing your first book, it's about the person you become at the other end of it. And what the hell does that mean? Well, it's not about doing the steps of writing your first book, it's about the fact that you have finished it, you have walked a path, 99.9% .9 of people will never walk. And that is the most important um, personal development growth that I see my authors receive. Nothing else, right? Nothing else. And that's the thing. 
it's not about doing this program, this project, this whatever, whatever the thing is about the thing you have started. It's the person you become at the other end of it. You know, just because I'm not a psychologist, I finished a psychology and psychophysiology degree, but I'm so proud of myself because I did learn stuff through there. And then that was my um, platform to get onto the next thing and the next thing. And, you know, all of the, oh, I even did a TAFE course. I went, I'm a qualified optical dispenser. So when I was working with OPSM and spec savers, I didn't even forget. I even forgot about that qualification. While I was working, I actually did distance education with New South Wales from New Zealand and then in Australia to complete my fully, um, full qualifications as an optical dispenser as well. So I actually have that two-year course that I actually finished um, because it was important for me to have all of those tools in my um, in my tool bag. And so it's often not about the, um, we say, yes, the journey is amazing, but if you don't finish the journey, you don't actually get the benefit of the growth and the, the evolution at the other end. You know, just my own opinion around this, I don't know where you guys kind of sit with it. Um, and sometimes, yes, what do they say? Don't, uh, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, you know, that, you know, do something different. Um, and sometimes should you be wasting time on something that maybe you realize it's not your, um, uh, it's not your journey, but there has to have been something at the beginning that made you embark on starting something. And I think, um, I think there's a lot of benefit in finishing, um, finishing things. And um, yeah, I have to say that, you know, the only thing maybe I haven't finished is a couple of books that, you know, didn't want to stick stick out to the end. But generally the big things in life, always whatever I started, I finished. Okay, number number eight. Number eight ingredient to finishing things is of course planning, right? Planning. And it has to do with all obviously, you know, we said set a deadline and consistency and all that kind of stuff. But open your freaking planner, right? Put a, put the things you need to do and where you need to do them, what time you're gonna um, allocate stuff is really, really important because what gets scheduled gets done. Hey Jay, great to see you on the call. Um go back and watch the rest of it because you're coming right in the middle of it. But that there's a lot of gold in here, guys. So planning, planning is uh, uber important. You know, anyone that says, you know, with this eating plan, for example, um, you know, the biggest thing is the biggest time you spend most time on is not actually worrying about when you're going to eat, when you're going to take the supplement, all that sort of stuff. It's actually freaking preparing and planning all of that stuff. When we had to go in the middle of the detox away for four days in Perth and Adelaide, oh my God, my brain was about to explode for three days trying to figure out when are certain things going to happen? When can we get to a supermarket? How are we going to uh, actually cook certain things because we don't have access to a kitchen? And, and if we, we did need to get something from a restaurant, how could we get it and how could we ask for it and all that sort of stuff? All that pre-planning, even coming on this trip, my whole head was like trying to do all the scheduling of when are certain things like this morning's like, okay, so I need to get up. I need to do my... And my exercise, I need to do my hair, get myself on ready for the live. Okay, so will I have enough time to do my lives? Okay, yes, I will. Stuart's landing at 10, 10.20, which means I need to leave around 10.30 to go pick him up from the airport. Then we have to go. To, so there's a series of things that have to come together and there's always buffers built, being built into them in order for, for the full thing to, to come off without a hitch, yeah? So planning is so crucial and I talked about building in buffers in life like months ago, I think about six months ago, I did a live on that. You can Google it on YouTube. Just put um, Natasha Denman, um, buff, uh, building in buffers or something like that. And I talked about how key was because we always get surprises and um, 
ad hoc things that pop up in, your, in our lives. But if we actually have the plan, usually I, I find that whatever gets scheduled will get done. And if you put it in, that's part of your commitment. So physically writing it down in, um, in a planner. All right, number nine ingredient. Well, I already kind of um, talked a little bit uh, about this one a little bit earlier, uh, but it is growth. Okay, so um, so finishing the ingredient to finishing things is understanding how much you grow from um, each thing that you actually finish. So we talked about becoming the next level person and also respecting yourself more. So um, I find that people who finish stuff, I'm so proud of myself. I'm um, so excited. I never thought I could do this. Now I have done it. And other people are saying, wow, you know, so other people see the growth in you. But you start to develop new found self-respect, confidence and certainty. And those three ingredients right there is what people uh, often will go, I want to have what she's having, right? And then you start to see the opportunities coming into your life, whether it is, you know, for your business or, or, or your personal life, you know, you start to see that feedback coming back into you. So there's a lot of benefit behind that. And the final ingredient, Two, making sure that you're finishing things you start is making sure that you're setting up rewards. You know, so what is going to be the reward at the end of you finishing a certain course, a, a program, or setting up a certain thing that you've been building up into your business? What are those rewards that you can actually start to daydream about as you embark, obviously, challenges and roadblocks and all that kind of stuff because no journey to finishing something is ever a smooth line. We know that it's that squiggly, crazy, crazy-ass line that um, we don't like it to be. We want it to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just keeping taking the, the steps to, uh, to this. It's a mess and embrace the mess because the mess is where you get the, your greatest learnings. The most important thing is that you... Um, you know, stick to your promises to yourself. So think about, place yourself, if you are in business, a lot of business owners watch this, but place yourself in the shoes of your client and then yourself. And then start to think about, um, you know, uh, this person is paying me for a service. Um, so therefore I have to deliver on my promises. And for the people who I hang out around with and, um, and know me and all that sort of stuff, you know how big I'm on delivering on promises. And I'm sure that every one of you guys is uh, one of your key uh, values within your business is to make sure that you deliver on your promises. So the same way that you deliver on your promises to your clients, how can you make yourself your own client or your own, you know, when you're doing a project, you know, how can you deliver, you know, if you, if you, especially a lot of us in the community or with the, the people that know of me or, uh, you know, that I know of, we invest in ourselves. We invest to learn certain strategies in business. We invest to have our own mentors. You know, how can we actually, when we make that investment in that program or the mentor or whatever it is that we are starting to finish, how can we then treat that as if, you know, we are the client and we need to deliver on that promise of what we have paid, you know? So you're actually paying yourself for growth. When you invest in something, you're not paying the other provider. You actually, how can you reframe it and think about you paying yourself to grow, yeah? So you're hiring yourself to follow through on the thing that you need to solve for yourself, for your business, for your health, for whatever it is, yeah? And in that case, if you have hired yourself, how could you let yourself down, right? Because then, you know, the big customer complains 
And the only customer complaints that happen with people who don't finish things is up here, right? And it's that niggling feeling, oh, my God, I did it all over again. I didn't finish it, all that kind of BS that starts through your little voice, your little ego comes up, and um, then you go on a spiral of, um, of something that doesn't serve us. So I do trust that some of these insights have been valuable. If you did watch all of it, let me know what was one thing that I said. And often the lives that I do have a lot of relevance. You know, stay clear from overcommitting yourself. Um, so don't buy too many things that you can't carry in your, what is it, in your shopping trolley. Um, you know, the other day when I was shopping a week ago when I arrived here, I went to uh, Woolworths and it's about, half a kilometre walk um, and I thought to myself, okay, so I won't be able to buy myself lots of bottles of water because I can't carry them all back, right? So I needed to very strategically shop two bags of food that, um, and then figure out how we'll do something heavier, you know, or, or, you know, I could go for two trips. But it's a little metaphor of how much can you carry you know, and how do you strategically purchase the things you need right now um, versus what you can sort out or go for a second trip later on. So it's almost like finish one thing, then do the other thing, yeah? So I always, always am big on that. Why people also don't finish uh, things is because they overcommit and overwhelm themselves and therefore they don't have the room and the space in their brain to um, take on that much. And that's, uh, that's a strategy that, um, you know, you've really, really, you really got to step back and look at yourself as to what you may have been doing thus far and how will you change it moving forward. All right. So if you're anywhere in Queensland, well, around this Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, Byron. I look forward to meeting you because some of you guys uh, who are watching this will be coming there. And if you're not and you are and you want to come, then let me know. Uh, we can sort you out uh, with a ticket, although a lot of the events are already pretty much off two or three spots from capacity, uh, which means it's going to be a very, very busy week. So here we go. Uh, have an amazing week and I shall see you next Monday back from Rosebud. We're going away for grand final week uh, with the family, but I'm sure I will make some time and bring some more gold uh, to you guys next Monday morning. Have an awesome day and I'll see you authors if you're watching here back into the secret authors group for our weekly Q&A. Talk soon, guys. Bye.